You're listening to Directions of Lagos Talks 991.3. All right, welcome back. Officially, good afternoon. Why am I excited, guys? It's halfway into the weekend, right? <laughs> am I allowed to say that? But yes, good afternoon. A top of the afternoon to you, of course, you're tuned in and locked on to Lakers Talks 91.3. It is the midday show. Right now, we have directions. Pardon me. It is exactly 36 minutes after the hour of 12. Okay. So now, yes, direction, of course, just as the name entails, it acts as a guide by highlighting certain tips, ideas, and solutions when it comes to being the best version, pointing you in the right direction, and how to be the best version of yourself. Speaking about today's topic, yes. So um, during the world of food, before the world news, I told you I had this special topic. Now, uh, today's topic is how to revive a dying relationship. <laughs> I know you're laughing. You're like, what? Yes. So this is more like how to restore, uh, you know, your relationship back to what it used to be. Happily ever after, which was the original intention. You know, you know, you know. Now, a healthy relationship is indeed an important part of a fulfilling life. Healthy relationships are a necessity and part of successful living. They also enrich our lives by making us appreciate being alive. However, it must be noted, you know, that no relationship, no one relationship is perfect. And I would also tell you relationships tend to function like living organisms, meaning that they need care, love, attention, and nurturing. Hmm, really? Okay. So now let's look at how we can actually restore things. Like if you know your relationship has suffered, I mean, there's, there's stress. Everyone's stressed, anxious. Everyone's thinking what's going on. Now, if you want to go back to what you used to be, you want to be that happy, really, you know, partnerships. A lot of people tell you, oh, I had a bad day, but I could get through it because of the one I love. That's beautiful. Now, coming from me, I wouldn't say I have the best love advice, but still. These are tips to look out for. First, you have to try to build an effective communication structure. Communication is actually the most important key to having a healthy relationship. So the structure of communication will determine how happy that relationship is going to be. It is essential, actually, for couples to set aside time from everything to spend time together and this could range for a few minutes to possibly hours. Now, these are times when you get to discuss deeper and more personal subjects. In the case of a long-distance relationship, of course, which some people are involved in, this can be done via phone calls and better still video calls. All thanks to technology, availability of technology, you know, the required technology. So communication is important because that's the only way you're going to understand what the other person is trying to say without necessarily getting offense, um, offended or defensive. Now, when it comes to the next, you know, you have to learn to leave things in the past. It's more like you have to learn to forgive. Human beings, naturally, we're wired not to be perfect and at that we tend to make mistakes. 
Even the most perfect humans do make mistakes. Now, when it comes to forgiveness, it is key to maintaining a healthy relationship, right? Because you're going to trigger your partner. You're going to get them upset. But then choosing to, you know, walk past that and overlook it and talk through it. Like I said, communication, you know, whereby you you are create avenues for apologies and remedies. It is indeed God. God Almighty forgives us. We, we offend him every day, but he, he, he kind of forgi- he forgives us and he has let us know in his holy books how much he loves and he cares for us. And since we're made in the image of God, what are we if we can't forgive, right? Now, when you forgive someone, try not to bring up the past or to hold their mistakes against them anymore. This should especially be avoided during heated moments and arguments. Of course, when we're angry, we tend to have outbursts. We say things we're not meant to. It's just best, you know, you do not, even if you feel like, yeah, I need to say this right now. No better time. Why don't you just take a deep breath and walk away? Yeah, you can walk away. Nothing's going to happen. You're not going to die. So maybe you should walk away. Um, Also next, you have to make up your mind for your relationship to be not perfect, but like to work very well, imperfectly perfect. You have to make up your mind to be more committed to the relationship. And this has to do with you. It starts with you. It begins and ends with you deciding that you're going to be more committed. You know, when people say, oh, let's see how it goes. Um, I'm in an open relationship. You're not decisive as regards your relationship. And trust me, in the end, you're setting yourself up for failure because just when you think, oh, you know what? I'm going to be committed. That one person might have signed out mentally and they're just there physically. So you have to make up your mind to be committed. Now, this is an important step in also repairing an unhappy relationship. Sometimes you feel like, you know what, I want to I want to leave this relationship. I want to go. Now, it's easy to feel that way and that doesn't make you like a bad person. However, you have to ask yourself, what brought me here in the first place? What makes me love my beloved? What makes me happy? What made me fall in love in the first place? And those are reasons you have to keep reaffirming. Even when the person doesn't give you a reason to, unless like it's really toxic and unhealthy, but if you love them and both of you feel you want to like, you know, give it a shot one more time, it is better to, you know, repair it and make up your mind to stay and be committed. Now, you also have to be supportive of your partner's individual goals and commitment. You know, your partner might have a mind of their own. You know, I want to do this project. I want to do You might feel left out like, then what happens to me? What happens to us? Some people say a partnership. Of course, it is to become one. But then when your partner wants to go off and do their own thing, you might feel sidelined and cheated. You have to learn to be supportive of them and let them know, like, you know what? I'm with you the whole way. I'm standing right behind you and I have your back literally in every way. Now, also for you to be more committed, try to cut out and avoid any actions that can hinder or threaten your sense of commitment. In a relationship, it can be hanging out with friends that that influence you the wrong way. It can be going to places that, you know, would make you more prone to cheating. It can be going to places that make you question your relationship. If you know the relationship is fine and healthy, then, you know, you should just make up your mind and cut out anything that will threaten your sense of commitment. Also, you have to enhance your physical love language. You know, you can smile more at your partner. You can wink. You can hug. You can hold hands. You can lean in for a hug, you know. 
Uh, I feel like this is the part that we beautiful black people are not ready for in the sense that we're not very physical. You know, they feel physical is like the height of intimacy. You know what I mean? That plate, that, that, that. Yeah, it gets into the, to the peak. But it's not always that. You could be happy and just hold someone in the... When last did you take a walk with your beloved and you held hands and just smiled? When last did you watch birds and skies and talk and all of that? You know, take some time, take a break, hold hands, laugh, hug, cuddle. You know, you know what it... I can't say too much. You know what I mean. Now, you also have to learn to acknowledge and accept your differences. No two people are identical, not even twins. No matter how identical they might be, when you get to their fingerprints, they're not. Now, you have to accept your individual differences. And it's always best to recognize the features of your partner's personality that differentiates theirs from yours. You know, most people will tell you... um. Um, I want to be with someone who's like-minded. That's fair, you know, towards a common goal. In the end, you're not going to share all views, like, you know, totally all views. There will be some resistance and disagreements, however polite, you know. But you have to learn to recognize these differences. And when you're talking about the differences between your partner and you, you have to also set a tone for reconciliation. You know, when you're talking about each other's differences, don't come on aggressive and angry and, you know, I'm going to fight. Why is this like this? No, there should be a tone of kindness, understanding. The intention should be clear from the start. I want to understand this better so that I do not um, I do not fight you about it. I, maybe I misunderstand you. So try to talk about it, you know, rather than seeing differences as a burden. See from the angle of, you know, Variety is the spice of life, and that might just spice things up. Speaking about spicing things up, yes, I have to run for a quick break. But guess what, guys? I'm only going to be away for about two minutes. Yes, I can see clearly two minutes. And when I come back, I'm going to be talking about other points as regards how to revive, restore a dying relationship, one that you care about. You're tuned in, of course, to your favorite home of the life of conversations, Lagos Talks 91.3. Stick around. You're listening to Directions and Lagos Talks 991.3. All right, good afternoon. Just like I said, it's going to be a short break, right, guys? Yes, welcome back to the show. It is Directions during the midday show on Lagos Talks 91.3. Yes, my name is Paula. And just before we went on a break, you know, today's topic has to do with restoring uh, love gone sore, a relationship that's, you know, going downhill. How can you restore it? Of course, we spoke about uh, the need, the necessity of having good communication structure to learn to forgive and let go, you know, forgive and forget. Because some people say I forgive him, but they haven't forgotten and that doesn't count, you know. Uh, we also spoke about deciding to be more commitment uh, committed sorry and acknowledging the differences and you know approaching it from the angle of you know what the difference is what makes the mix better now you have to also learn about trust now when it comes to trust you know it is essential as it is the bedrock on which all healthy relationships are built on uh, a relationship without trust is one that's fake and most of the time it's in vain uh, trust does give a sense of security as neither of you nor your partner will have to worry about manipulation, deceit, unfaithfulness and betrayal. 
you have to also rely on your partner and you also have to trust them. When you trust them, you encourage them to trust you just as much. And that way, you know, both of you decide we're going to make this work. And it brings about reliability between the both of you. Now, uh, when it comes to the topic, I'm going to say the next one has to do with being open-minded. Some people are like, no, open-mindedness, it will bring about problems. I'm going to explain. Now, when you're open-minded with your partner, you know, you try to see things from your partner's perspective. You try not to judge them for their views and their beliefs. You encourage them to actually be honest with you. No matter how badly they may have behaved, you know, you don't judge their actions. Even if you criticize this healthy, constructive criticism, that is, I know you did this and it's wrong, but probably you're better at this. So why not focus on this? You know, you also have to try to encourage them to be themselves. Some people are not the same with their partners. You know, you hear people that say, oh, I can't drink at home. My partner must never know. I can't talk about this thing. I must never be seen wearing this. And then when you go out, you do all of this and you're living a double life and it's not even after a while you get frustrated and you know the whole structure is shaky it becomes threatened you know so it's best you encourage your partner to be themselves with you also of course trying to see things from the view you understand their choices and decisions no matter how poor they might seem so that way, you know, they, they weren't out to hurt you. They might not have made the best decision, but it wasn't intended to be an attack against you. Um, also, always try to, uh, we spoke about forgiving. Now, as hard as this might sound, you know, I like to emphasize on forgiveness. A little bit of forgiveness for the petty annoying things. You know, we spoke about um forgiveness for major things and wrongs now they're petty things you know someone might say uh i'm in a relationship with someone i, I have ocd you know obsessive compulsive disorder where you like to put everything compartmentalize everything arrange things you like things to be in order but your partner on the other hand might be someone as soon as they get home they throw their shoes in a the pallet they throw their their tie in the kitchen they drop a briefcase in the toilet so sometimes you feel you're picking up after them and it's like when does this end and you're tired now this is the lead to thing i mean when i say petty annoyances you know it could even be a woman who talks a lot and man's like you know i've had a long day i want to come home to a quiet house and the whole time she just wants to talk and it's like what do i do right okay so these are petty annoyances mistakes inactions omissions and they go a long way to actually trigger people to react badly. Now, when it comes to that, you have to learn to forgive over and over. And this type, this particular type of forgiveness requires patience because this is who your partner is, right? And you have to learn to cope. It is for better, for worse, you know, especially when you're married. So you just have to renew <laughs> the patience every day. Eventually, you will get to, you know, just see them as maybe one of your kids, your first kid. And, you know, I just tolerate whatever, you know, unconditional love. Now, when your partner offends you, talk to them. And when you're talking to them, try to avoid cursing them, you know, using curse words, swear words. At that period, in the moment, the heat of the moment, it seems appropriate. Like, you know, you can call them names, but then... Is it the nicest thing to do? No. Is it the right thing to do? No. Is it the best thing to do? No. Is it going to have a damaging effect? Yes. Are they going to forgive you? You do not know. So try to avoid cursing them. Avoid accusing them. If you're not sure of the facts, even if you suspect, avoid accusing them. 
avoid yelling at them, shouting, you know, talking with such a harsh tone at the top of your voice. Avoid it. You can be amicable. You can sit down. Even if you're really upset, you can choose to type, write. But if you know you're not certain that when you open your mouth, you're not going to be in control of your emotions, then do not have that conversation till you're calmer and you have more serenity mentally, then you can go on and have the conversation. Also, kindly let them know that you're not happy with what they've done. So that way they get the, you know, they get the memo. You know how uh, when a lot of our generation were younger, when they beat you, you become, you even earn a badge for being that stubborn hair, like I'm a chest I can chest cane, any, any amount, any belt, any I can chest, see scars. It became like a medal of honor. Not for me though, because I wasn't beaten like that. I knew when to stop. <laughs> but the thing is, you know how some people just become so stubborn headed and all. It's like, do your worst. But you know, you then see other parts of the world where people actually engage in conversations and talk and, you know, they respond. There is a give and a take. Trust me, if you think flogging works, look at the society today. If you think beating that hardcore discipline works, Look at our society with all of its discipline and the state of indiscipline. And look also in the world where people are not allowed to hit kids and see how progress is made. So think about it. Force is not always the best, you know, uh, tool when it comes to negotiation, dialogue, uh, communication, back and forth. You get what I mean. Now, also, you have to learn to show appreciation for your partner because feeling appreciated can constantly motivate your partner to do more to ensure that you're happy so when you're actually appreciative they want to go out of their way to do things for you just so they can show you how much they actually value you and how much they care um also when it comes to communication you know it's one thing to speak and it's another to listen now listening doesn't always have to be when you say hey come we need to talk sit down is important no listening can be you know you walk into the house you head straight to the bathroom to wash your hands and you see someone following you up and down and just telling you how the day was like, ah, can you imagine that my friend, if you see what happened, hey, I was even like, hey, really? At that point, you're like, stop, like, especially for us in Lagos, you've gone through traffic, stress, you know, <laughs> oh, see, it's nothing nice. Thank you. So, you know, when you've gone through that stress and all of that, then you now have to come. And listen to someone chatting is like, oh God, but I didn't buy a parrot. Sometimes you just need to listen because some people, their love language is given, being given attention and, you know, not resisting them even when they try to give you attention. Some people feel giving you attention is telling you everything about their life. Now, that might seem like self-centered attention to them, but they do not mean it that way. They just mean, I want you to know what goes on in my life. I want you to know everything, you know. So this particular skill when it comes to listening is one that is one of the biggest reasons for satisfaction in a relationship. Uh, you have to learn to ask questions like, you know what I said, if you're disinterested in the conversation, it's like, oh, that your friend, hey, what's she doing? Okay, she bought that dress and that Benz, hey, okay, hey, and her husband, but okay, they went to Bora Bora, hey, okay. If you're just saying, mm, mm, the lady will feel bad because for her, it's like, hey, I'm running home to go and tell my husband gist. And then when she's telling you, just say, mm, mm, what, what, what's my business? But if you're like, even if you're disinterested, you're like, hey, really? She bought that Benz. Hey, wow. Your wife will feel like, God, I have a gist partner. Hey, my gossip partner. That is friendship right there. Or your husband comes and he's like, ah, 
Then my business partner, did I tell you what he did? Um, something happened though. The business was now exposed to so many elements. You know, I said, oh my God, like, what's my business with this sort of thing? Like, we're talking about kids in the house and you know all that. And you're talking of your business and the elements. But when you're like, really? Ah, I hope EFCC is not involved though. Ah, okay. I think, okay, it's not a case of fraud, I be. Oh, it's just mistakes, carelessness. Ah, embezzlement. Ah, uh-uh, he was careless now. You know, you guys would just laugh about it. Deep down, you're like, why, why? I don't want to do this. But just giving them that attention, you know, they learn to confide in you. You're the first person they will tell everything to. And that right there secures your relationship from external influences, bad ones, you know. Now, you have to learn to ask questions when it comes to things you hear or you suspect. You have to also clarify before you conclude, like, and try, like I said, show interest in whatever topic your partner is talking about. Even if it's their hobbies, you know. Some people say, ah, me, I like playing golf. And you're like, why would I go on a, on a very long stretch of green greenery, green grass? And I'm following you and you're trying to hit <laughs> little white balls into holes. Like, it's like, what? The? But then just showing interest, just being there and saying, yes. I feel like you can give Tiger Woods a run for his money. Ah, ah, hey. Trust me, that relationship is happy because right after golf, you you keep falling in love every minute, every moment. In fact, you become so happy with one another that, you know, you don't want to leave each other's sides. It's like when you're away, you hear people say, ah, oh, when my wife or my husband is traveling, I cry, even though it's for three days. And you're thinking, I beg, I'm guilty. I was like, oh, well, you're overdoing it. But then when you understand how love works, it's like to actually become one. It's like a part of you is away and you do not feel complete and oh my god you just feel like god can this end like 72 hours seems like 72 years so yes love indeed is a beautiful thing now uh speaking of how you can spice things i feel like i I saved this one for last well second to the last you get me (laughs) so second to the last have new experiences together or you can do fun activities together. Like, you know, when you were dating, you would go out and, you know, take each other out. You would see things from a new light. You would try things. You'd be like, no, no, no. Huh? It could be as little as food. Like, huh? do you like this thing? Oh, it's a spicy challenge. Ah, oh, no, we'll never do it. And both of you will laugh. It can be going out together, hanging out. You're like, ah, oh, come. You used to like playing this. You used to like going to the arcade. You used to like signing up for book reading clubs. What's up? Why don't we do that this weekend? Like, it's like, yeah. So you guys are looking forward to the weekend. Like, what do we like to do together that I know we can do together and actually have fun doing it? Or, you know what? I'm trying to convince my wife to learn how to play chess. She doesn't know how to play chess. So, you know, I'm going to take her to a chess uh but I say tournament. She's going to watch me in my element. She's going to be interested like, huh, okay, why is this horse moving here? What does this represent? You know, you're going to be playing different. It could even become, I'm going to teach you how to play Monopoly. It can be a woman saying, you see how women say, come stay. I want to play with your face. You have a nice skin. So when I'm like, no, you can't put makeup on me. Of course, you guys are just together. It's fun. And you laugh about it like, hmm, okay, do you want to wear my hair? <laughs> You know, you guys just play. It can even be, come on, you to sink or you stand here. When I say this, you say that. See, cr- me, I, I, I know one thing. When people say, oh, what attracted you to someone? I like humor. Once you're funny, I, I like to laugh. <laughs> I, I can laugh for Africa and I play a lot. So I like someone who's jovial and 
very playful because I know that the tempo is always going to be a happy one. You know, everyone we're not in the mood of like, what is it? You know, that you're like my free satellite without a decoder, you know, all of that stuff. So we laugh. It's healthy. Maybe that's why I'm going to leave long. <laughs> okay. So now when it comes to doing fun things together, I could range from exercise to even hanging out with other couples, you know. It can say, oh, okay, let's get meet up with this couple. And the whole time you guys are just playing like, ah, I can bet that this couple, they are going to drink. And when both of you go home, be like, but I told you they would drink. And you people laugh like, ah, you said it too. Ha! You laugh. Like, you can even catch up on kids. You can catch up on stories, recipes. Like, huh, please, my husband is from this part of, uh, of the country where they eat this. How do I cook it, you know? You can even say both of you can bake or cook together. It's like a competition. Like, okay, guys, we're going to cook something. You're going to tell us who cooks better. You can choose a soup. You can choose a pastry. You can cook even noodles. Like, let's see who can. You know when men are trying to prove, ah, daddy of the noodles empire. Mommy's like, hmm, the whole time. like, And the man's like, ah, beg, your noodles is average. It's not just body. And you're like, huh. And, you know, men start doing over dicing of carrots, use of stir fries, trying to spice it up. And, you know, you have judges, the kids, although kids are partial sometimes, you know, the favorites always go for their godfather called the godmother, which is, of course, the favorite parent. But it's just a fun activity. It can be baking. It can even be styling of stuff. It could be fashion parade. You know, where you just say, kids, come and see. Come, come, come. (laughs) <laughs> thank you guys i'm seeing very nice responses thank you for the encouragement so you know you can say okay see daddy is gonna work well he's gonna walk his you know he's, he's gonna give you his best walk and you're gonna decide who's a better model so daddy's walking you know doing the macho honcho and mommy's doing the naomi campbell on the runway and the kids are like go daddy go mommy you know these are fun things we forget how to fall in love we just think you know after a while there's so much responsibilities you have to learn to kick back like life is already stressful and it's not going to present you avenues of leisure you have to create it and it doesn't have to be expensive you don't have to go on a vacation to feel like you're on an island with someone you love just being within the like being in the company and the presence of who you love is enough. Some people can't afford a vacation and that's fine. Every day should be a vacation. Don't wait till there are roses and it's February 14th. Let me tell you guys something you do not know. When it comes to the Valentine's Day, it is a billion dollar industry. Me, I would like to. I'm going to open a shop on February 12th and I'll close February 18th. Because I know people will buy everything red from petals to teddy bears to chocolates. But what happened to, okay, now it's a Wednesday, right? I'm giving guys an update. I'm giving the women an update. What happened to, you know, him coming home and seeing a gift? What happened to you going home for the fellas with a gift? Oh, I know you like corn. It can be something inexpensive. It doesn't have to be fancy. Oh, I saw this. I saw this dress. I thought you might like it. Oh, there's this cologne. Men like wristwatches, cologne shoes. Oh, the next time I earn, I'm going to give him a pair of shoes. You can make it do every month. I surprise him with a gift, a pair of shoes, a watch. You know, it can even be a haircut. Come, I'm taking you out. Take him to the barbers. What are you doing, this woman? Taking for a shave and haircut. Ah, this man, what are you doing? Come and do your, come to the spa. Let's take care of my wife. Let me take care of my queen. You know, remind each other. Look after one another. Don't just be, ah, is that food? Ah, see, oh, papa, so, so, and so. We need money for this one. Your, your son is, is, is vomiting again. God forbid. Those times will come. 
Yes, they're inevitable. However, it doesn't have to be the tone every time. We talk about love, but most times, if you notice, when we talk about love and show, I laugh because my idea of love is like every day should be happy. Even when it seems unhappy, you can make the best out of it. You know, most people think love is there. Are you sleeping with me? Are you going with this one? I love you. Are you faithful? Don't wear this one. No, you forget like the bond. There should be an untold bond, a nonverbal bond. You can just sit down holding each other's hands and you don't have to say anything and you already know what to expect. You can even have someone come and tell you. I saw your husband at a bar and you're like, okay, fine. I know. I know he likes to go out. Does it mean? You should put up a united front. Of course, you might be pissed, but when he comes, you don't have to attack him. You you weren't drinking again. You're a useless man. No, no, no. Ah, hi, babe. Were you out drinking? This guy, bad boy. What were you doing again? Eh? Well, did you find a replacement? If I catch you, you can laugh. You can you can be, ah, your wife. I saw her with so, so, and so. That man is a bad influence. Eh? My wife, when I get home, I wonder how my pay bright price. But no, come, uh-uh. Big girl, where were you? You were moving with some bad gang, Abby. To be careful, you know, people are funny. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, I know you're not. And that's why I trust you. That's why I'm telling you. However, some people get this, like, there's a misconception about, you know, show me your friends. I'll tell you who you are. So you have to be careful because I know my queen, but not everyone knows my queen. They don't even need to. But I just don't want you subject to funny opinion. Now, that's a woman that's going to say, ah, even if uh, some women have said, no, let your husband control you. What does someone know? If I got him sit down, always talking rubbish. You say, no, 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 no. He advised me. It's for my own good because he knows me and he knows what I'm capable of doing. But my mother-in-law might not know. My sister-in-law might not know. Even my brother might not understand. And that's fine because your husband is letting you know, I trust you enough. However, I do not want you subject to, you know, us firefighting any funny opinion, trying to ward off hate and all of that. You get me, guys? Yeah, so you can just do anything. You can travel to another city. You can explore together. It would enhance your bond. And lastly, I will be a bad person. Now, this last is the lastly, lastly. <laughs> I'll be a bad person if I do not say this. Pray together. Now, you're going to be praying for divine wisdom and harmony. You're going to be praying for the progress of your partner. Literally, when you wake up, you can lay hands on your partner's head. Say, nothing, may God Almighty allow the crown on your head to remain there. Let nothing challenge your place in this world. Let all good things locate you. Pray for your partner. You know, it's not just, ah, ah, I love you, I love you, bye-bye. Hmm. Eh, then all these networks are making money off you. When that did you pray? Not to go into prayer. Pastor, let's kneel down. Huh? Uh, sorry, your imam, come and pray for No, no, no. Pray. You're made in the image of God. The power of life and death is in your tongue. Don't wait for some spiritual father or mother or guru to come and pray for you no pray for one another i noticed something you know if you're always saying this man's is a very useless man trust me he will be useless useless things will be happening even if he has money that money will never amount to anything if you say that this woman is a lazy do no good yes even if she's sweeping every day everything will just come out like she, her handwork is full of laziness there will be no beauty in it watch what you say to your partner even in anger Keep quiet. Yes, swallow speech, drink water, go and sleep. If you have nothing to take, go and lock yourself. Even if the person's banging on the door, shouting, some people are erratic. Trust me, after you give them the silent treatment, they will come to their senses. Then you say, see, this thing you did was bad. And I and I assure you, as soon as they realize they are wrong, you can now do your own yanga. Like, hmm, eh, she not say, I'm sorry, no, what do you want me to say? That pounded them, you've not pounded in 10 years. You must pound it today. <laughs> 
No, please don't do that to her, but you get me. You get what I mean. Yes, guys, it is the end of today's directions. I've taken nine minutes after the hour of one. I have to go. Coming up, we have the dish. Thank you for staying tuned. I hope that these little, little tips, you know, would help to restore because trust me, I'm a fixer. Maybe that's why I stay very long in relationships, but I'm a fixer. I don't believe in walking away. Everything's repairable. That is why we even have people who, you know, you pray for them, they come back to life. So, you know, everything, there's room for repair and amendment. You can try that today. And by the grace of God, God would restore everything just how it used to be, back to how it used to be. Of course, my name is Paula China. It is Lagos Talks, your home of the life of conversations. The magic numbers remain 913. Lagos Parties. Lagos relaxes. <sighs> Lagos talks. Yes, you rather go back to ministry. On ninety one point three.